بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم Assalamu alaikum. Today it is Tuesday and uh, it is 17th of May 2022. In our series Reflections on the Holy Quran, this is uh, broadcast number 313 and in this broadcast we are Today, beginning to look at the words of uh, Al-Baqarah, chapter 2, verse 101. Just to remind you <coughs> that these broadcasts are brought to you by MD Anjumanishad Islam, also known as the Lahore MDA Movement. And uh, it was founded by Hazrat Mirza Ghulam Ahmed of Qadiyan. He taught that although other Muslims say that at least one more Prophet will come after the Holy Prophet Muhammad, this is untrue. The Holy Quran says that the Holy Prophet was Khatamun Nabiyyin. And the Holy Prophet himself explained that this means the last Prophet, La Nabi Abadi. So now no Prophet can come, whether it's an old Prophet or a new one. And he said that uh, he was the Mujaddid as Hadith had promised that uh, when there is need from time to time, reformers, mujaddids will come to guide Muslims, to reform them. But his distinction was that there was one particular mujaddid referred to in Hadith as Masih and Mahdi and these titles applied to him. He also taught that uh, Muslims are hasty in calling each other heretic and kafir and so on. The Holy Prophet said that if one reciter of the Kalima says to another reciter of the Kalima, you are a heretic, you are not a Muslim, it is the person saying it who is actually the heretic. We should ponder over this. And uh, he said, Hazrat Mirza Ghulam Ahmed said, that some people say 
that uh, some of the prophetic revelation was missed out from the Holy Quran. And some of it is abrogated, cancelled. He pointed out that God had said that he has revealed the Holy Quran and he is its guardian. So if God is, if Allah is guarding the Holy Prophet, if Allah is guarding the Holy Quran, then how can anything be missing from it? Or how can anything in it be abrogated or cancelled? He said this is untrue. And he said jihad is a fundamental duty of every Muslim, but jihad is defined by the Holy Prophet Muhammad. And people think jihad means you take the sword and you start uh, uh, killing non-Muslims and so on. But Hazrat Sahib explained that when returning from fighting, the Holy Prophet Muhammad said, we return from the minor jihad to the major jihad and then went on to explain that the major jihad is jihad bin nafs, a jihad with, with a struggle with our own souls to subdue the evil within, within us. So with that, let us go to uh, our topic for today, which as I said is uh, verse 101 of the Holy Quran. No, sorry, verse 101 of Surah Al-Baqarah, chapter 2 of the Holy Quran. Kitab Allahi wa ra'a zuhurihim annahum la ya'lamun And when there came to them a messenger from Allah verifying that which they have. A party of those who were given the book through the book of Allah behind their backs, as if they knew nothing. So today we'll uh, do Walamma Ja'ahum Rasulum. So we'll deal with these uh, three words. <coughs> So let me have a look at my notes on my computer. I'll give me one second. I need to adjust the, the windows to get to my notes. Right. So the first expression i think in some cases expressions is a better definition than uh, words because uh, a lot of the time these are combinations so we have 
Valamma. And uh, this expression has two parts, two segments. There's Va, which is the connecting word, and. And then we have Lamma. Now, Lamma is an adverb of time. When something happens, at what time? And uh, <clears throat> I thought I'd some more notes, but no. Anyway, um, for example, but Lama Yala Milla Hulazina Jahadu Minkum. Chapter 3, verse 142. Though God has not until now tested you regarding Jahad. So, as I said, it's about the time. When? Now. Or in chapter 12, verse 96, When the one with good news appeared. Again, it's to do with time. Adverb of time, as I said. At what time did something happen? So, uh, I don't know if I can say anything more on that. So, I'll move on to the next expression. In the Holy Quran, which is Jim Ya Hamza, which occurs in the Holy Quran. 278 times. It's a verb. Ja. Now, Ja in Urdu means go. But this is not Urdu, this is Arabic. It means to come. And uh, um, Let me find an easy verse that everyone knows and they're fond of reciting. Iza ja anathrullahi bal When victory comes. So when something comes or came, like Bama Tafarakalazina Utul Kitaba Illa Min Badima Ja Atuhumul Bayinatu. And when it came to them, uh, sometimes it's translated as thought or thinking. 
Uh, I saw it somewhere, but then, because I didn't make a note of it at the time, I can't find it. But basically what it means is, you know, you say things like uh, when an idea came to him or uh, when a thought came to him. And if you um, use Arabic to express that, then, you know, you can use this word. And some people, to be idiomatic, they say thought, thinking. Uh, but you can see the comparison with the, with the English language. And uh, it has two parts. This expression has, consists of two parts. There is, as I said, ja, which is the verb, which is coming, and hum, which is the pronoun. And uh, words based on jim, ja, hamza, they appear in the Holy Quran 278 times. And... Uh, <clears throat> so I'll move on to the third expression which is the root is Ra Seem Dam and uh, words made from that root. There are eight words made from that root that appear in the Holy Quran. And in total, this, the words in the, based on this root appear in the Holy Quran 513 times. 332 times as Rasul, as we know, messenger, the noun. And uh, 130 times Arusala, and uh, 35 times Mursil, and then uh, uh, six times Risa Lat, and then four times Risa Lat, and. Uh, also four times Mursail and then the other occurrences are once only. And uh, my cursor has disappeared. Please give me a second. Oh, here it is. It's come back. Now you see. <clears throat> Arrislu, it means slowly and gently to start moving, walking slowly and gently. Um, 
and uh, this is oh this this applies to people who are sent by god and really i would suggest that uh, in this the nature of how they are going to preach and propagate god's message is given that slowly and gently um, but uh, in many i was going to say muslim countries but not only muslim countries but uh, even uh, uh, the uk in the mosques and so on where kids are taught uh, the holy quran etc uh, the children's treatment is so harsh i mean you know it amounts to really physical abuse such as caning and this and that and so on and a number of uh, teachers have been charged with such offenses and uh, punished etc which i find odd uh, because uh, if we look at the, the character and the history of the holy prophet muhammad it's full of gentleness and kindness battle of badr prisoners came these people from makkah had come all the way to medina to attack and kill muslims particularly the holy prophet muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam to exterminate islam once and for all and uh, they had come after they had looted all the muslim property left behind in makkah and sold it off to raise funds for an army and the holy prophet knew this so what did he do with these prisoners you know these people had come to kill him and exterminate islam so what did the holy prophet do after he won he said well those of them who are well off can pay a compensation because muslims have suffered losses men have died and their wives and children need to be looked after how are we going to do that muslims who survived have have, have uh, suffered a loss i mean hazrat abu bakr was uh, uh, a traitor uh, was a shopkeeper his trade was selling cloth and of course he had to shut up shop to go and fight so who's going to make up the amount that he lost and so on uh, so the holy prophet said okay you cause this loss to the muslim community pay compensation so these people can be reimbursed and then to those who could read or write he said okay there's a group of muslims i think it was 10 in number teach them to read and write and that should show the high regard and importance the holy prophet had for um, education
Okay, so what about those who don't have the money and who can't teach Muslims to read and write? He said, okay, you can go home. No compensation, no nothing, just go home. Can there be a greater example of uh, kindness? Then there was the time of uh, conquest of Makkah. Then the Holy Prophet, because the Quraysh had broken the treaty between Muslims and uh, the, the Quraysh, the Holy Prophet marched on Makkah. And what did he say when he entered? These people, they killed, martyred many Muslims, tortured them to death. They tried to exterminate us. So today we are going to take our revenge. We are going to kill them all. No. He said, you are all free to go. Just go. Don't create any more mischief. And no one will trouble you. Can there be a greater example of magnanimity, of compassion, of kindness, of forgiveness? But we talk about following the Sunnah of the Holy Prophet Muhammad. Our actions are exactly the opposite of the actions of the Holy Prophet Muhammad. In another place, in chapter 9, uh, uh, verse 128, the Holy Quran says, People, a prophet has come to you, a Rasul has come to you, but from among you. So what's the significance? That he is just like you, he is a human being. He is not God or son of God. If he was, you could say, look, you know, God can be merciful and, 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 and forgiving. I can't, I'm a human being. Now, what does the Holy Quran say? Oh, people, from among you has come a Rasul. Meaning, he's just like you. This guidance is being given to a human being. Why? So that you can see if one man can do it, other people can also do it. If it was an angel, people would say, well, you know, it's an angel. I'm a human being. What do you want me to do? The Quran says, no, from among you. And uh, the plural of Rasul is Rusul. And uh, the interesting thing is in the Holy Quran, the two words Rasul and Rusul, 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 Rusulullah, sometimes they stand for a human Rasul, 
particularly the Holy Prophet Muhammad and at other times those words stand for angels. Like in chapter 81 verse 19 لَقَوْلُ رَسُولٍ كَرِيمٍ And the honored messenger delivered the message. Rasulin Kareem here does not refer to the Holy Prophet Muhammad but to the angel Gabriel. The point is that people seem to take this word and restrict it just to people like Hazrat Adam and Suleiman and Moses and Jesus and so on. But here the Holy Quran is using this word for an angel. The honored angel delivered the message. And then in chapter 11, verse 81, you have Inna Rusulun Rabbika Layasilu Ilaik. Ilaik. And we are, we have been sent by your Lord. And these people will not be able to get to you or touch you or whatever. Again, the word Rusul, Rusulun, Inna Rusulun, Rabbika, Lai, and so on. So, the Holy Quran itself uses the word for angels in another place. وَلَقَدْ جَاءَتْ رُسُلُنَا إِبْرَاهِيمَ بِالْبُشْرَى And when my Rusuls, Rusuluna came to Ibrahim with the good news. Now you see, if as a lot of people say, the word Rasul just applies to messengers of God, human beings who are sent to guide us. Then what do you do with this verse of Tawari Quran? And God says, when my messengers, when my Rusuluna came to Ibrahim, So as I said, it applies, the Holy Quran applies the word uh, uh, to uh, angels and human beings. Chapter 6 verse 48 And we send Rusuls to give glad news and warning.
But interestingly, according to some dictionaries, companions of the Holy Prophet are also included in this, in some, in at least one place in the Holy Quran. In chapter 23, verse 51, the Holy Quran says, Ya yuhar rusulu kulu minat and our command to our Rusuls is eat what is clean and do good deeds. Now some experts of Arabic they say that here the Holy Prophet Muhammad and his companions are included in the word Rusul, my messengers. But of course, the companions of the Holy Prophet weren't Rusuls in the same sense as uh, the Holy Prophet. The point I'm making is that the Holy Prophet, that the, the, the Holy Quran itself applies the word Rasul to non-prophets, and this is not an Ahmadi interpretation. This is a non-Ahmadi interpretation of the. Uh, Holy Quran. Now, this verse of the Holy Quran. So, with this, uh, we have come to the end of our uh, broadcast for today. So, with the prayer that whoever you are and wherever you may be, may Allah keep all of you safe and sound and free from harm, I take my leave of you. Assalamu alaikum, khuda hafiz and goodbye.